Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. This episode contains spoilers from Serpent and Dove by Shelby Meheran, Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass, Ariadne by Jennifer Saint, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab, and The Vampire Diaries and Originals television series. Hello! Hey y'all, how's it going? Oh, it's going, it's it's a going. It's been, it's been a week, so. Yeah, it's been a wild um, ride. Yeah, it really has. Yeah, so it's kind of, I'm excited for the weekend and to just like, be recording and kind of maybe take a step away from the book interwebs for like a day and just be like okay I'm gonna like read and not look at my phone (laughs) this is my last week before I go to Mexico and I don't think I'll have like a ton of cell service the whole time I think it's just gonna be my room so I'm excited to like spend the next couple of days making a ton of content and like getting ready for that and obviously I want to take pictures when I'm there but I'm excited to just like spend a lot of time away from the gram maybe for a week it'll probably be like a nice cleanse for me yeah I'm I'm excited jealous yeah and I'm ready for a nice weekend of like content creation we are starting the like 30 day real challenge on Monday. So I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I have enough while I'm in Mexico because I don't know if I'll have time to be like <laughs> making reels with the books that I'm bringing. So yeah, we'll you see. can just, just make them all prior, but I always have to be careful because I'm like, I do these like trendy ones and then I forget about them. And I'm like, yep, yeah. like that's not trending anymore. I should probably <laughs> post that. <laughs> I'm working on it. That, I know. I, like, not I think great, it's cute. But... And I'm like, I need, really need to do that. Hop on the trend. And then it's always like too late. Like I'm always late. And it's like, well, you know, this is me now. I'm just yeah. like a, a, a late bloomer. I don't, at this point, I, I'm an elder millennial. I don't really care. It's just, I'm never going to be, we've said this a million yeah. times. We are never going to be trendy. We're <laughs> trendy adjacent. So we may do said trend, but like two months later, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. Right. I'd rather have people see it later. Yeah. Have you bought anything super fun and bookish this week? Um, I haven't bought anything bookish this week, but I did get, actually, no, I lied. I I forgot. So I bought the September unplugged book box, the adult book box. It's like a skeleton themed. It's like spooky season themed. It's also their three-year anniversary box. And so I'm very excited for all of the things that's gonna that they haven't like they've announced the like fandoms and stuff like that but they haven't announced like the specific things that are gonna be in there um so very excited about that um and then my book outlet order got here so I'm very excited about that because I got Song of Achilles for like seven dollars so <laughs> I was very excited about that like big win I've been wanting to get that one and we're going to read that one later which is exciting so yeah um we're going through those um yeah that's I think that's all I that's all I got well you sent me some amazing bookish things obviously <laughs> there we go I was waiting for it <laughs> no, uh, you sent me some awesome bookish things um some Polaroid bookmarks and the 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 Milo pen is like the cutest freaking thing I've ever seen in my life so it's so cute. I died when I opened it. I was like, Oh, my, I was like, my sister was in the, in the car and she was like on her way home. And I was like, are you home yet? She's like, no, I was like, you need to hurry up so I can show you, I can FaceTime you and show you these amazing like Polaroids and pins. And I was just like, 
I just obsessed. I love them all. And then I got, uh, you got me like a Lord of the Rings sticker too, which is amazing. Again, if anyone knows anything about me is listen to anything I've said ever. I'm obsessed with anything Middle Earth related. So, um, and then you sent me a book, which I'm very excited to read. So I am, I'm excited. So, and then you actually have a package headed your way soon. So, (laughs) so very excited. Maybe next episode we'll go over that one. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I've been really good these last few weeks, knock on wood, haven't bought anything. My, <laughs> except for like a couple weeks ago, we talked about this, but my book outlet order also came in. So I'm really excited. I also got Song of Achilles and I got an Elaine Hildebrand book that I'm taking with me on vacation. So I'm very excited to take that. What I'm are like, you taking on vacation? Island. Speaking of which. I'm going to have to like, I think I'm going to have to goals <laughs> because I'm trying to decide. I was like talking to my boyfriend and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to take like probably these two, maybe these three. And then I want to download a few things on my Kindle. And he was like, you need two books. And I was like, yes, at, at minimum, like I will read at least one per plane ride. Like it's I will not be, con- I will not be conversing with anyone. I yeah. will be reading. I was like, I don't know what your plan was, but I was told we were sitting on a beach in Mexico. So that meant like I was sitting on a beach reading in Mexico. I think that I'm going to bring silver girl by Elaine Hildebrand. I bought a drift and it's really small, the paperback. So we probably will bring that one. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to bring song of Achilles. Cause that one's also a paperback and just like bust that one out. And then I've found a few that I, I need to finish finale from the Carval series. So I was going to try and get that one on the Kindle. And then I, there's a couple other ones that I need to like ask. I think I'm going to do some polls oh, and I'm rent from the library. Scared to read adrift. <laughs> I feel Same. like I'm just going to sob uncontrollably yeah. the entire book. Like I've seen I've, the movie, so I know what happens. So and, like, I, but... I get the concept, but I really want to read it. But I also, Same. I might cry. There's a, there's a possibility. Well, we're taking bets on the whether Tatiana will cry. <laughs> so I think those are the three that I'm like definitely going to bring. I might bring one more. I'm trying not to bring hardcovers because they're just really heavy. And then I'm going to like rent a bunch of stuff in the library and put it on my Kindle. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I... between like trying to finish the things that I've like been in the middle of finishing, but I don't want to like rent a bunch of stuff on from the library on my Kindle that I have like books of because then mm-hmm. it's like, is that like betraying my books that are on my shelves? Getting the electronic <laughs> version. Like I bought you, I've never cracked you open, but I yeah. have read you, if that like makes sense. Yeah. So definitely. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know. So yeah, it was funny. I uh I sent a or I like posted something on my story. It was a book of the month posted it. And it was like going on vacation, and it was like a little suitcase, and it was like books to read on the plane, books to get to gift to friends, books to read on the beach like books to like trade with friend or whatever it was just like all these things and I was like this is gonna be this is gonna be my packing it's gonna be like a bikini and like books that's what I'm thinking like we're there's quite literally no other plans besides just like laying on a beach so I'm like okay I'm bringing the kindle uh and it's an old one so it's not waterproof so I'm a little little nervous about that but I was like I just want to bring some like lightweight paperbacks to take with me because I own them and yeah, I feel like it's betrayal. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to do some polls on my stories. You guys can help me decide. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how this month ends and see where it goes from there. You're going to come back and have like 50 books read. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I'd be like, oh yeah, I read 15 books this week. There will be no (laughs) conversing, no hanging out with anyone. I will be on the beach with the book, which. Well, we're just doing like a resort. So we're doing like one excursion and then the rest of the time is kind of ours. So it's like, 
other than like a nice morning yoga class, there's not like a ton of plans. I'm sure we'll hang out and do stuff, but I was like, I'm sure there will be like at least three full days of like sitting on a beach, not talking. So that sounds pretty great. Yeah. It sounds nice. I'm very, not going to lie. (laughs) That sounds pretty amazing. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Now that we're, I don't know, I'll have to pick and decide. We'll see where it goes, but we should maybe get into our episode. What are we talking about today? We are talking about gods and monsters. So this is the last, (laughs) yeah, this is the last installment of the Serpent and Dove series. Uh, Tatiana is very happy to be done with this series. So um, you listened to this whole book, right? So you listened to to it on the audio. I'm sorry, because I listened to half of it. hours of it. And um, I had to go back to reading it. <laughs> yeah. So I will say this. I don't know. Like, I think you and I are maybe a little bit different than normal people, but I will not. I refuse to listen to anything at, at one speed. Podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube videos. For me. Everything is like, whatever. So I listened to this one, I think at like one and a half slash two, I started it at two and then had a hard time, like kind of keeping up with some things. So I slowed it down a little bit, went to one and a half. It's a 19 hour book. It's very, very long. It's very drawn out. I think some of it has to do with the dialogue and just the way that the, the like narrators read it, but it's a, it's a lot, a lot happened. And I found myself at many times wishing I had the book so I could go back and like physically read it because I I don't know if it was the dialogue, the pronunciation of names or like what was happening, but I got a little confused and had to like retrace my steps a couple of times, which I've never had to do in an audiobook. I Overall, this was much better than Blood and Honey. I liked this book a lot. I still think that nothing happened. There wasn't a huge plot until again, the very, very end. It was a lot of wandering around. Granted, they wandered much further this time and in more interesting places and more things happened, but it was better. I think that this was a much better portrayal of the true characters. And I think that um, this, it was a little too cookie cutter ending for me, but I understand her wanting to like wholeheartedly wrap the series up, never bring it back again, not bring any inklings of like novellas and things like that, because I have a feeling that she's going to move on to like other things. And I appreciate that part of it. The narrator for Reed. I can't, I couldn't. I, he, okay, so I started, okay, so I read, like, 200 pages, okay, I was, like, trying to, like, just had an experience with this book. I I was, like, trying to, like, read this book, like, real quick, and it's a large book, like I said, it's, like, what, 600 pages or something like that, um, and, yeah, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, like, yeah, like, 600 pages, and I got to, like, 200, and, I was like, I don't know if I want to finish this by Friday. Like I have to like work has been insane this week. So I haven't like had time to like, like I haven't really taken lunch and whatever. So I've been like, okay, like usually during my lunch break, I'll like read and that helps. Um, and I didn't. So I was like kind of panicking. So I was like, I pulled a Tatiana and did an audible free trial and, um, downloaded the, the audiobook, Right. And the first chapter it was on was a read dialogue, the read perspective. And I laughed. I almost cried. It was like, literally like right after he pulled Lou out of the water or whatever. And he did Lou's voice. And I literally had to stop and like, just collect myself because I was (laughs) laughing so hard. Like I, I couldn't, like, I just, 
Uh, and we'll, but and like then, his voice too is the other problem. It was so like, bad. You sound like a smoker. I don't, I don't mind his like dialogue. Sorry, not dialogue. His, I don't mind his actual reading of like the text. Yeah. But when he does the read dialogue, <laughs> and I was like, what's happening here? Like, it's I'm so, so uncomfortable. Bad. And then he's like, hi, I'm Lou. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Why are you like, I, let's stop it. Yeah. Ah. And then it, it got to it. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk right, about the specific scene. Really it, got to, it got to like a specific scene. And I had to stop the audiobook and then go back to the book because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do it. And so we'll we'll discuss that scene later. But um yeah, so I was not a the the girl narrator, the narrator for Lou was really good. I really liked her. Yeah. Like I thought she did a really good job, but like the guy I had a hard time it was it was, it was rough, rough. <laughs> it's a rough, it rough. <laughs> yeah but yeah I think the beginning was good like I really appreciated that we got some like Nicolina POVs so we were right yeah Nicolina took over Lou's body this 100% reminded me of Queen of Shadows for like Ugh, a very large yeah. portion of it and I I liked it and she was creepy and I think she did a really good job of like I don't, I don't think you got any of Nicolina's narration from the audible book but like I think she did a good job of like making her creepy I still think Nicolina's creepy, even after everything that like happened. She's way creepy. But I was so confused at the beginning of this, as far as like how all of that worked out, and like I still didn't understand what was happening. I was like, is she a go- a ghost? A rape? What are she? Like, what is she? What is she? She has on? like a body, but she doesn't like she's dead, but she's not. But like what? Uh, yeah. What does that like mean though? Like what I thought a wraith was like a vengeful spirit. I didn't realize it was just like a little chick hanging out waiting for her mistress, like eating yeah. hearts and stuff. Yep. I, I don't, I, I thought the beginning of this was, I texted you this when I was reading it or I did not read it when I was <sighs> listening to this. I felt like this, the scene when they get into the church and they meet that guy and you know, like Bo's enter is back yeah. and like everything about Coco, I felt like was really genuine and I really felt like their characters kind of came back into who they were and mm-hmm. it felt very like genuine. Whereas in yeah. Hunt, honey, I didn't feel that at all. Yeah. So you I felt it pretty quick. Like yeah. you felt it very quick. Like, okay, we're back to, yeah, they're kind of like they're battered and, and bruised and have had a rough go of it, but like they're back to like being themselves. I really, I really liked it. I, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than blood and honey for sure. Um, probably not as much as Serpent and Dove. I, Serpent and Dove is still my favorite of the series. Um, but I thought it was good. I mean, so basically we start off again with Nicolina. She's like, she's like, um, basically possessed Lou's body. And I thought it was so creepy with, this was very, yes, Queen of Shadows where she's like, she was very like Dorian and like her perspective in the very beginning was very like, it's dark. I don't know what's going on. I can kind of hear voices and it's kind of creepy. And I was like, oh, this is, this is not good. This is not a good thing. How did you feel about the other, her little mice, like the other souls that she basically I ate? was like, okay, that one really like threw me for a loop. I'm not going to lie. I was very confused. I was like, so is this like, I don't know, catacomb of nowhere. They're just like floating around like little globes, all Ursula style and like chatting with her like that's kind of how I felt I don't know like she was in her little they're cave. disembodied they have no body it's yeah just, but they were like the little she like, doesn't have a body either fucking sea urchin things that are like <laughs> ah, don't trust her like that's what I imagine them as 
I just thought it was so weird. I was like, what is happening? And I was now like, that's all I can picture is yeah, like, that's what it, that in my head, exactly what it was. They were like in a sea cave and she was like Ariel all like shriveling up. And I was like, what's going on here? That's how I saw them. Um, it was so creepy. That was so cringy to me. And like, I don't know. I don't like when they bring in old characters and then they're like irrelevant at some point. Like they brought in Etienne and then she was like, don't forget your name, Etienne, 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 Etienne. And then she was like, well, peace out. See you later. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. And then like never brought him up again. And I was like, okay. So that Until was like uh, literally the last page. Yeah. Like I was like, page. that was so weird. Like what mm-hmm. a weird, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was a weird concept, I think but it yeah. really freaked me out. I was very uncomfortable. It was, um, I did die like ever so slightly inside when they're like sleeping in the church or whatever. And Reed's like, I really like her, but like I'm revulsed by her and she keeps looking at me and I'm like very creeped out, but like she's hot. <laughs> and I was like, that is such a guy thing though. Like, I don't know what it is about her. She like makes me physically ill, but like, let's make out. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Like, I don't know. That's just, it was so weird to me. And I was like, but it's so true though. This is what we call a red flag, Reed. Just throwing it again out he's the red flag yeah um, but like to him like that's a red flag buddy but like he was like it's fine no totally not sus she hasn't blinked like, in 26 I'm, hours everything is fine that's how both like so she's hasn't blinked in an hour and he's like you're timing her blinks and then like the next few pages he's like now i'm timing her blinks and she's only blinked twice in the last three hours i was like the, it was just like again with these characters coming back to like being normal again i felt like it was a much more believable like yeah cast this time yeah i love that that is actually so real and i liked that there were so many lines in here that were from serpent and dove and she like really did a good job i think pulling that all together and again i wish this would have just been like serpent and dove had been a little bit longer and this one had been a little bit longer maybe it was just duology but i really i didn't think Father Achille was going to show back up, if you're being honest. He thought he was very real a character. And then he yep. does at the very end. And I was like, ooh, okay. Ha. Huh? Yeah. But, okay. Like, I, I didn't like Celia as a character. Okay, let me say that. Let's start there. I didn't like that Celia became, like, a main character. I don't care how good she was in here. I just, she just felt so relevant. And she's so really? irritating to me. Yes. I absolutely. liked her. <laughs> you were like, oh, redemption arc. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you touch the skin of your dead sister. You don't get to be a part of this narrative. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just kidding. Not on purpose. It was I mean, not her choice. Hell it. I did not like Celie as like an entity. Ooh. I started to like her. Just, yeah, you really liked her? That's so funny. I did. I really liked her because it's like, it felt very, again, I'm not, okay. She felt very Lysandra to me. Like you didn't really like her because she, they were kind of going after the same guy kind of situation. And then like, she actually turns out to be kind of cool and like useful, but like, Obviously, she's no Lysandra. I mean, come on, who is? But, like, I don't know. It it was, uh, I liked her. I liked her character. I liked how she kind of was, like, came into her own and wasn't, you know, she kind of was a little, like, timid in the beginning, and then she really warmed up to them, and they all kind of included her, and she finally kind of found her place. I feel like she always was a little more, um, I wouldn't say wild, but a little more, um, I don't know, not as like prim and proper as everyone had, had like thought she was, you know, she knows how to freaking pick locks for, for God's sake. Like she's a freaking thief. You know what I mean? So I don't know why I don't like her. I just didn't. I liked her. I thought she was, 
I thought she was a cute character. Yeah, she felt like a lead to me. It's just like one of those, like very useless. But I was like, oh, Kirsten's gonna love her. I know I she mean, is. I felt it. She, I don't think she's that useless. She kind of, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but um, no, I really liked her. But it's funny. I just, I maybe I didn't like the beginning part where she kind of shows up and is like a damsel in distress, and then she's like, oh yeah, by the way, I like, um, I like ruined my carriage, and I have no money, and um, help me. And I was like, mm, here we go, here we go. She yeah. did turn out better than that, but I think for me, I was like a little jaded for the first half of it, where I was like, You're yeah, I was saying, in the beginning, she's kind of annoying, but like then that obviously that arc and that like change and. Um, I think she really softened Coco and Lou. Like, not that I I love Lou to the ends of the world and back. I freaking love Lou. She's probably one of my favorite main characters. But like, love Coco. I think she also kind of brought her down to earth and kind of humanized her a little bit because Lou can be very intense as can Coco. So yeah, um, I, yeah, I think she was a good. I think it was good to have like another female like character in here as well. And I think that added to just everything that was going on with like Bo and Reed. And it made it, she was like the female version of Ansel, I feel like for me. And yeah. Like, I don't really love Ansel. It's like RIP, but I don't, he's not like my fave. He's just, like, he's not like my fave fave. So I think she probably was like on the same level for me. I mean, I like, it's like, you know, it's like Coco, Lou, Ansel, Bo probably, but like, I, I love, love Ansel. Ansel. I do. It's like Lou, Ansel, I know, I know. like Reed, Salee. Like, so yeah, that's fair. I was shooketh when this monster or what I had a really hard time picturing whatever they were describing, but I yeah. was surprised that it was this guy. So were they witches? Were they monsters? Like what? I'm confused. Did you, he was, he was using his magic to scare people away is what he was doing. So he but was, what were they saying he was, they were like saying, claiming he was some kind of monster. He, they were claiming he was this, this monster that would present itself as your worst fear. So like, um, you know, it would be like, so if you're afraid of fucking spiders, a giant spider would be there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's like, I twitch, like panic. That would be me. <laughs> the other day, tangent, the other day I was walking my dog and I walked down the, the, the hallway or whatever to my apartment and this massive bug was like flying around and was like, zah, 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 zah. and it was like huge. This thing was massive. And I was like, Pippin, run run to the house it's gonna carry you away like run like this thing was huge i was like okay we're done we're staying inside for the rest of the night because it's okay. a I'm big bug yep yeah i was like tatiana would have hated that Lost like, it. <laughs> but i was i guess i don't know i just again this was just confusing to me because i feel like they didn't really explain very well like where he came from they were like he just showed up and like he was beaten and everybody and was chateau LeBlanc. concerned mm-hmm. Now we're never going to talk about him again until the very end of the book. Yeah. So basically he, they go, he, what he says, they all got captured. And then I know. I, I mean, he like, we knew that much. It was just like very strange that it was like, this is how they showed up. And then he, maybe they'll come along with us, but we won't ever mention them again. And there they are. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And then you've got like a very convenient character that, that group, the four of how them did I think, you, from the carnival. I, I wouldn't say that was confusing. I think the thing that was confusing to me was how they figured out that Nicolina was possessing Lou. I that made no, no sense. sense to me, like at all. Like no nope. Reed was holding on to her and she like shoved a locket in her face. But then I thought it was like the mirrors that were reflecting actually like Nicolina, not Lou. I don't I didn't I I didn't well and then she it. like cut her hand and was like the blood of my enemy, and I was like but how did you know? Like, what's going on here? I was, yeah. I, I agree. I was really confused by that. And I think 
it was in the comments that like Bo made and the comments that like Reed made where he was like, I'm sick to my stomach and whatever that he like had a feeling, but that came together really weirdly for me. And then all of a sudden they were like, we have to get her out, take her to the water. And I was like, the water, what water, where are we? Geographically, I was so confused. Granted, I didn't look at the map, but I was like, there's a river. There's a, what's, what river is this? The Nile? Where are we going? I was, yeah. And I was there's like, a lake of tears. But then it was like kind of a river at the same and I was like, yeah, what's going? I don't somebody yep. and then Constantine showed up and I was like, it's 1997. And that man is like Keanu Reeves with a green screen. Like, that's what I, <laughs> I I don't know actually who plays Constantine, but I I literally had to stop it. I like paused it and I was like, Constant Constantine. Hmm. Hmm. Constantine, huh? And he was the like knight that betrayed Angelica oh, yeah. and all that fun shit and I love that she does biblical things. I'm, but like, I just, that one was, I don't know. I don't know why that one really. Yeah. It was like, it was just a little bit too like dramatic for me. I was like, okay. Yeah. That was a choice. That was a a choice. Yeah. I thought it was a little weird too, that like Coco was like Constantine and she like gives him a hug. And it's like, yeah, that's why I was like, what's happening here. This weirdly like personal, intimate relationship with a ghost question mark who's like equally also a powerful like angelic semi figure yeah and I was like what is happening here like I'm I was genuinely confused so that part really like threw me and I was like so how are they gonna get her out of here and like how do they yeah it was just like take her to the waters they'll 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 help but I'm like are you gonna just like drown yeah like baptize her like we like, did in Serpent and Dove just like toss her under there and like shake her around a bit like hold her under a little one. longer and just hope Nicolina has some survival like so I liked the way that she wrote that but I was really confused when she was like we got in the water and like we were healed and in my head it was like it was all going on her head but the way it was kind of written was like they were two physical beings like fighting yeah. underwater but it wasn't like really underwater and they were like going through each other's in their subconscious yeah and I was like what is very um this reminds me of like inception or like Uh. (laughs) or like maybe the matrix like very just like yeah I was thinking yeah I don't know and then uh, and then so you hear about this like white dog that's been following them and every time this white dog shows up like chaos ensues and like sus yeah and I'm like who I literally I was shooketh. I had no idea. I literally was like, you know, there you, you're in Lou's perspective and she's talking about how Nicolina and her are like fighting. Basically they're pulling each other through their worst moments in their lives, like their worst memories kind of a situation. And so, and Nicolina has her trapped in the memory of when Ansel died, you know, and her not being able to say goodbye or her not being able to like apologize for all the like, terrible things that she said to him and all these things and so she's like basically like crippled with grief and then it like shoots to reed's perspective and he's like oh it is the white dog go away dog and he like throws a rock at him or something and he like growls at him and then he's like screw you bro and then just like trollalas in and like fucking olympic dives in that in that like pool that doesn't ripple which is very strange to me he's like poop into the water and then he like and then Reed goes in after him because he's like, I, I don't know why, but he goes in after him apparently. The logistics it's of so, this was very confusing. It was very strange. Too. I was like, what's going on under here? Um, I have a question before we get to the big reveal. Yeah. Um, 
when she's like going through her memories talking to her son Nicolina was she a wraith at that point no so that question kind of came up a bunch where they were like where he was like am I ever gonna be a wraith and she was like no so that was a little confusing for me it's like how did that kind of come about that she like went onto the path to be a wraith I would have liked a little bit more of like that her backstory yeah yeah like it just didn't make sense it was like okay so she had a son obviously she's been alive for a really long time and that has like jaded her and they said that at the very end like she'd been along too live too long she's yeah like so classic um she'd been alive too long to like care about humanity anymore but i was like how and did you she decide eventually to does. One? probably because she completely lost her humanity because she lost her damn mind like she was she talks about trying to get that's how like her aunt coco's aunt draw, drew her in it's basically like it's very like ariadne how like Dionysus like drags everyone in with the promises of returning their dead loved ones you know what I mean and so same thing with Coco's aunt like Josephine I'm pretty sure that's kind of what it was is like how that happened I was just like I I kind of got the song but I was waiting for like the moment where she was like I'm a wraith and not you kind of a thing like I don't know I was that she was she was just a witch like she wasn't yeah yeah human but she wasn't like a wraith at that point and I think losing her husband losing her child losing all hope and everything basically just made her a shell of a creature in essence a wraith so um which is very sad it's very sad but like also Nicolina's like she's Nicola Nicola yeah they were like you were known by a different name. And I was like, Two different you just characters. added an IA at the end there? And that's like a <laughs> name? Like, be really different if your name was like Jeff previously. <gasps> or Nicolina. Like, that would be jarring. But like, Nicola and Nicolina are very close, kids. Like, very, very close. Yeah. If your name was Amber, and now we call you Nicolina, I'd be like, double take. I don't know. It was just a, that was, that yeah. was just so weird to me because I felt like the details with like Lou and the Ansel thing and her being like, I like put my hand on the dagger and like my hand fell through and all that stuff. But then Nicolina's was like, I just sang him a song. We stood in a field and memory over. And I was like, but what happened after that? Yeah. You don't, everybody get, go? you don't get too many more of like Nicolina's memories yeah, after that, really like big memories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you really don't, you don't get like a lot more information. And I think that would have been helpful, but like, that scene was so intense and just, yeah. I felt like it was really well written too. Like, yeah, absolutely. I was, like, I was like not confused at all. I'm like, this is so intense. Yeah. What is going to happen? I was confused at the, her part, but after that, I was not confused. Yeah. And so then you, you know, Lou is sitting there basically waiting for Nicolina to kill her. And um, in walks this white dog and she's like, confused because she doesn't know what this white dog is like she's never seen it because she's been possessed the whole time and so then it turns into ansel and i was like jaw hit the floor like how much I was, in a bottle baby I, that's I was, <laughs> okay i was like hold on like what i was just like i what? gasped out loud i was like <gasps> no way it's <laughs> just like myself what, what what is going Ansel's back and I was like oh my gosh and so you know he <laughs> he basically like gives Lou a pep talk and was it's just like you know the Lou that I know would never give up she's like yeah but the Lou the Yunu is gone because she doesn't have you anymore and I was just like I was like sobbing like 
sobbing in this moment. Like I didn't cry when Ansel <laughs> died, but this moment I was like a, a mess. Okay, I will say something. They talked a lot in this one about how the two of them are best friends. And like, I get it, but I, I don't believe you. Like, I just, there wasn't enough, like there were not enough moments where like Ansel and Lou like hung out alone or like had fun chats. Like they didn't even really have one after he like kissed Coco and she like went to console him because they got like robbed by bandits. So I, I believe it in a sense, but like I would believe Reed and Ansel being best friends more or like Coco and Ansel being best friends more than like Lou and Ansel. And I know really? they had some tender moments in Surfing a Dove, but like uh, Coco is your best friend, Lou. And I would be very offended if I were Coco. Yeah, I'm just like throwing true. it out there. They were like, <laughs> Ansel's my best friend. I was like, is it because he's dead? Or like, because he was? Because I don't believe because, you. It's because you love Coco. You're like fighting for Coco. I know, but like you Lou. guys have been best friends for like a while. And she's like, yeah. my best friend is this guy named Ansel. He's 16 and he's dead. <laughs> Super fun. He's also a dog. Okay, bye. And I was like, <laughs> I don't believe you. No. that's just how I felt like I was like I don't believe you like, best friend is a big word did it, feel, it, did it feel very like Aelin Nehemia vibes yeah it was I was like what <laughs> I was just oh man and it was like it was so cute and wholesome but I was just like is he really your best friend like he would have walked you down the aisle not Bo like he okay that's fine I'm she wanted all three of them to walk her down fine. the aisle <laughs> anyway I wasn't convinced just, oh, just like throw a little chip in the armor there keep going You're anyway sobbing. I was sobbing I was yeah. sobbing a lot and you know he's like you know you have to fight basically and she ends up like kicking uh Nicolina out and um Nicolina is evicted basically and then she's like just like, like the ghost situation just like I guess. Out of her body like I just <laughs> like, know the logistics of that the popping sound and everything yeah like bye like, <laughs> <laughs> she gone like, though. like everything yeah so um so nicolina is like gone and then she like is just like chilling with ansel and they're in this like the i cried in her basically in her paradise is where they're at i was not okay in this moment i was in severe need of like many a tissue and like a, like a shoulder to cry on because I was not okay like I was anyways so they're like in her paradise and they're like all just like <laughs> go it's ahead so funny but it's so funny because like I really like the scene I thought it was really cute and like I agree with Bo I was like where are the like dancing ladies and you know, like, why aren't we in a brothel? But like, I just knew when I was reading this, I was like, Kirsten will be sobbing her eyes out as she reads this. And I was like, this is so funny because like, it's so wholesome. But I was like, I know Kirsten will just be crying. <laughs> and I was a lot. I was just like, she was like, semi burnt <laughs> sticky buds. Oh my, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I just knew that was right where you were with that. <laughs> but like Ansel's I'm not there and so she well Ansel's there there and she like doesn't want Ida so it's like oh <laughs> but like I'm laughing you know it's her like paradise but like Ansel's not there because Ansel's dead but she doesn't want to leave because she doesn't want to leave Ansel because they're best friends and like you know and it's her like basically asking for forgiveness and everything like that and She's like, will I ever see you again? He's like, I hope not for a long time. And, you know, this felt very, like, this felt very, like, like, Haley in 
the originals like oh my gosh that's so true Haley and hope in the originals yeah, yeah. she's like will I ever see you again she's like I hope not for a very long time and I was just like, <laughs> tears so many tears just so many tears but anyways I was just like a wreck I was such a wreck in this moment like I texted you right after and I like had to put the book down I was like Fair. I need to go to bed because I emotionally cannot handle this anymore. <laughs> like that was when I started reading the or listening to the audiobook the next day, which I'm glad I didn't listen. And you were in for a wild ride. Yeah, it was a mess. And so I like, yeah, but I yeah, was quite distraught. I like texted you and I was like, oh my god, Ample! Like, and I was like <laughs> waiting for it too. Like I was like, okay, when do you get this? Because I started the audiobook a couple days before she did. So I was you like, were like, where are you at? what page are you you kept like texting me and I'm like you're like this book is wild you're like where are you and I was so many things happened I was texting you right when that scene came up I was like oh my god Ansel yeah it was nuts but like I don't know this part was so like chaos right we get out of the thing and she's like okay I'm gonna like I don't know get out of this vision and then Reed's there choking her out like I'll swim you to the top and I was like what a man get off of her and then they get to the top and like Constantine's dead and I was like it happened very fast for me it was like I was like I knew something bad was coming yeah but like Morgana's been Morgan I don't know her name she's been like on the outskirts of this whole thing the whole like of all these books the whole time it's always (laughs) been like very the end of it that was like climactic so why are you laughing at me oh I'm not laughing at you I just like this whole scene it's like it's a serious scene because they're like trapped but all I can picture is like Morgan with her like singed ass ash over like burnt dress and shit and it's just like her looking a hot mess because she just like zena like tried to burn him to a crisp like a fire (laughs) that's sorry that's what i was laughing at i wasn't laughing i was like what are you laughing at yeah and like we get out and it's like oh constantine's dead and coco's like constantine 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 and like hearing reed's voice the narrator i i was like i'm out and then I, their relationship was just so strange to me and I was like I'm not trying to take this but I know something really bad's about to happen and it was this was a really fun scene to see like Josephine and Morgan like come together and finally admit like all this stuff but like so many things happened I was like what is going on like a what was going on happened in the scene like a lot there are so- dragons and mermaids and here are your mermaids taught your mermaids are are here but like they seemed really that was that was very anticlimactic as well they're like angels and wraiths and i was like just bring them all in just throw everybody in here just let's go for it (laughs) what were your thoughts (laughs) this scene was just chaos like utter chaos it was like they're reunited and everything and they're like chilling and hanging out and they're like sitting in the water and then reed sees this like strand that leads to this like line of magic that leads to Morgan and she's like basically like I don't want to pull it like I can't not this one not this one not this one and then he's like Lou I'll always come back to you I always I'll always return to you like I love you yeah shut up get a new line buddy anyways and then he goes I'll always love you and then he like yanks on this like string did you think that what happened was gonna happen we can just i mean get there but like did you think that that was a memory thing like i I didn't think it was a memory thing but i thought it was like sacrificing maybe his consciousness for hers or like tears something i don't know it was confusing for me i was just like 
And that was like the end of the scene. Like it was like fade to black. And yep. I was like. And then like Lou's trying to like tread water and hold up this massive dead weight man. And then people, guys. here comes Angelica. Like. I forgot who that was for like a while there. I did too. I was very confused. I was like, is Coco like really old and we don't know? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Who is this bimbo? Who's this chick? Who Coming out of the water like the lady of the lake. Get a life. Like what? is going on here yeah, I was, was I forgot like who I genuinely forgot and I was like are they gonna like remind us who this girl is like Angelica I never heard of her so awkward it felt like he doesn't the, go here it felt like the end of blood and honey where he was like I'm tree beard and I was like who like you I swear that your name has never been mentioned sir like and then they kept bringing them up and then it was just like where's tree beard like where's he at we haven't seen John Claude in a while. Then it's like, he's not a dog to be called. I'm like, fuck off. Like, she's like, he can't intervene. And I'm like, okay, all these gods have been, quote unquote, intervening the whole damn time. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, like where are we going? We're going to go visit you to intervene? Like, well, bring me to your capture. Um, I, I was really disappointed in the mermaids. I'm not going to lie. It felt, yeah, they were kind of assholes. Bummer. Yeah, and it was like, just kind of bummy to me. They were like, um, just to let you know, we're underwater, so we're going to be eating seaweed, and that is all the description you're going to get about water. And I was like, like, did nobody has to like put a helmet on and like breathe water? Like, no, because they drained like the area. Castle. Like, they like drained the lake, and everyone's very. The mermaids are very no. excited because then they get to wear their fancy clothes, their but, people clothes. I wanted everybody to be underwater, folk of the air I style. I was like, um, this is strange. Is this also, they were also they were like, they were, like it up really annoying like they were like not they were just like very vain and annoying and like we love you Celie because you like are really nice to us and like yeah and she and I was like how did Angelica I'm so confused as to how like how Angelica ended up with the mer people like she just was like this is the one for me she created that sea from her tears no so tears again but I was like how did you like I don't know. I, I was just confused as like how she got so in with the the in crowd of the mer people, and they were just like, "We love you because you magic. gave us water." It's like there's a whole ocean out there, guys. You're actually on an island. I don't know if you looked <laughs> at the map. But there's an island here, in the, the middle of it. So, I was just, I was like, yeah. I wanted more. I wanted more. Yep. And yep. I wanted more dragon. I wanted more yep. dragon. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I was Where's like, what? Out? She's a dragon? That's so fucking cool. It and was get like, so I'm, cool. And you get like five pages of it. Yeah. And then they're like, we put a chain on her. That's like way and but God, I was so annoyed. I was like, are they going to like play a bigger part? Like the, those like four carnival troopies? Like, no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was so annoyed. How did you feel about the other goddess? The sea witch god or yeah. the other one? I hated her so much. I was like, you and felt then the same I felt, way Lou did. You were like, uh, yeah, I was so freaking angry for him. Like, who the fuck does she think she is? Like, I'm sorry. She I just felt like it was such it a was weird so spectacle. Just like, it doesn't affect us. Yeah. So why would I help you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I hate her so I much. Just, it, like, it just felt very anticlimactic that we brought her down here. What to like drag Lou through the mud again? And like, just we brought like, her down here so you can get the ring, like that. Well, yeah, okay, but it was Frodo. like, like it was now Lewis weird... Frodo Baggins. Like, I don't yeah, literally. And I was like, okay, we haven't talked about the ring in literally 1.5 books. Like, 
it's been so long. Been but a minute. It was just like a, it was so weird because I was like, why did we have this conversation with her? And like, I don't understand. I don't understand for like from Shelby's perspective, like why she put Lou through Nicolina and then immediately after is like, get under water. Just kidding. Put you in this like little castle or whatever. Like hang out with the mer people just so they can like treat like shit also right after that. Oh, and PPS like reads asleep forever ish kind of. So I, I don't know. It just like felt like a lot for me. And then it was like in blood and honey, she was losing her mind. But in this one, it was like, she's so sane. It's like, this would have been the reason to lose your shit. Like this would be what pushed me yep. over the edge. If some yep. mer bitch was like, listen, guys, um, <laughs> I'm better than you. And like, get over yourself. And I can't help you because like, it doesn't affect me. That would cause me to be like, I send shit over, yo. Like yeah. I send them tendrils out and just <laughs> kick her bitch ass under the ocean forever. Yeah. Um, that would have made me go crazy. Not like everything that happened, but you know what I mean? So it was just, yep. it was like a weird character dynamic. And then I was like, what's happening here? And she's like, I'm going to leave. And I was like, okay, you go, Lou. You tell her, you tell her to shove off. You get out of there. You go kiss your husband, boyfriend, person, thing. Man, kiss your yeah, man. The, then we get to the part where Celie's like, I heard this story once, but like she kissed her true love and like things happened. And I was like, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Snow White, Rapunzel, Ariel. <laughs> All of them. I was just like, what? <laughs> She does such a good job of doing the biblical thing in here, but then she like literally was like Sleeping Beauty, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, about? Like, and then she like, I like kisses him. Inside. And then he's she's like, "There's no up. way this is gonna work." Hi, Reed. So I was like, "What is so happening? Strange. You're kidding! Like, what is going on?" And then like, but I was shocked. I was so heartbroken for for Lou, and like, so heartbroken, and I was just like, "He goes, Reed, man." <laughs> like I know why you did it you did it to like protect her like I get it like sacrificing your memories of her so that her mom could fit fe- like I get it but like he said <sighs> you're not my wife and I was like oh <gasps> <gasps> well oh! there it is like oh, oh I just, man she's like that one hits you. like I she has okay Lou has the patience of a saint in this moment because I would have lost my shit on this man like what's the like, I'll never give up on you and I'm like oh. what's that training Tatum movie where she loses her memories with oh I don't know but it's really sad that, it also that's how I felt and I was like it also but I felt like those memes where I was like if I woke up and Channing Tatum told me I was his wife I would not question it and it's I was also like, it's also very like um it's very Damon and Elena when when Elena like <laughs> yeah very very Damon and Elena um again if Damon said that he was my one true love I would not question him absolutely not no ever. questions asked I just feel like yeah for sure yes again, this is it end yep. game mm-hmm. I love you sir yep we are married you are never leaving me she did yeah like we're crazy. Um, this is why I felt like her character is really good. And she made a lot of really good references to Serpent and Dove. I think she should have just cut out Blood and Honey. Like, just get, burn the book, move on. Oh, that's mean. I'm just kidding. But like, she could have cut the whole thing out and like, we would have been fine, I think. Yeah. And, oh, we forgot to mention this. I 
hate but love that they like gave her back her regular hair and like that wasn't a big yes. transformative thing and like it, like, we didn't make it a huge God. deal but it did happen because yeah. I never could think of her with like the the moonbeam hair neither mm-hmm. could I um I have some thoughts at the end about repeating words as well I yeah this was like really hard but I think it kept so well in their characters because there were so many lines that were literally from the first book and she yeah. said it she said this is like I remember when we were in you know the tower the first time and you told me that and this is what we said and like yeah. you told and so I I did like that I thought their characters were really genuine but like I just I could throttle Reed I could throttle him I love though I love this whole process where where Lou he's and it was so frustrating so frustrating because he was remembering all these other people like he was remembering everything else that had happened and Bo and granted he didn't like sacrifice his memories of them but all these other people that played like integral parts in their like story he like obviously has no memory of Lou and it was just like so heartbreaking and then Bo and Bo and Sylvie's like wager that they'll fall in love again and or that Reed's gonna kill her or whatever and I was just like oh my god that I can't even imagine what that would be like though can you no how I was heartbreaking shocked. that literally like I I was genuinely surprised that was a big plot twist I did yeah. not see coming and I was like wow that was a good one like that was really really well done and I was like heartbroken for her like when he woke up and said like who are you I was like oh my gosh 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 <laughs> this is gonna go well like you just like yeah. it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion like we knew it was gonna go I do have a thought though it didn't seem to me when he like didn't have his memories did he realize that like Ansel had died because I feel like that was never really brought up. Like they talked about Coco's grief and he like that. did. Yeah. But I but feel like he, it wasn't really, hit. I don't know. That was weird to me. Like they were all still clearly grieving and had mentioned that. And then Reed was like, oh yeah, Ansel. Like guess. he was just a mess in every sense of the word, word yeah. and had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I, I mean, like it, he didn't have a lot of turmoil about that as the other one. But ones she did. did like mention him and he was like, would get quiet. And again, he's going back to his stoic ways, like where he doesn't show emotion and he did, he had, you know, and so I think that was part of it too. But like, I was so heartbroken for her and he just like freaks out and she's just like, he's gone. I just got him back and I just got back and we finally like found our way back to each other. And we're just like doomed to never be together. And I felt that my soul, I felt so, I just felt so bad for her. And I'm like, Reed, like, I know why you did it, but like, why? And it was also just like so pointless for him to do it. That was the kicker. It was just like like, in the middle of the book. I was like, this is going to go terrible. It was just like so pointless, like that sacrifice. But it was also, I really loved how it was something that, Nicolina like was saying when they were like fighting or whatever Nicolina was like if he had known you were a witch to begin with he never would have loved you and so this was like testing that of like he knows she's a witch from like moment one so will he fall in love with her again being you know who he was and it was it was intense in their whole like situation I loved that she didn't take advantage of him she was quote-unquote trying to seduce him but she also knew it wasn't right and it was that kind of switch of like that's you know they were playing truth or dare or whatever and he tries to like basically he's like he's like why am I attracted to you why do I feel this way for you what is going on and she is like we were married she's like she's like we may not have been married in the legal sense but in the biblical sense we definitely were and I was like yes it was so just it, it was so like again Lou was just 
her one-liners and the things that she says to him to like just set him off is so great but I don't know and then you know he tears off to some random town and it was just I love how Coco's like we're staying here because he's gonna come back so like he has nowhere to go I thought this was so funny because it's, it, it was just perfectly played out and it, he did exactly what they said he was going to do. And, and it played out in my head exactly what I thought. He's going to go there and he's going to insist that like there's witches and they're going to be like, you're a witch. Like, what are you talking about? And then they go there. And I, I did like that they brought Jean-Luc in here and like he be, kind of became that disgruntled part of the team. And I think we needed a little bit of that. Um, and just having that like person who is sort of on the edge like Reed was. And now he yeah, he's understands. like, bro. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> dude shut up what you're so annoying like don't be me like I love how he was like you're obsessed with your wife you're like what are you talking about he's like ever since you met that woman and he's like what is happening like it was so I just thought it was so funny because John Luke's like bro like you're obsessed you love your wife you literally gave up everything for this woman what are you talking about you don't know she's a crazy witch and blah 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 and he's like I don't know and it just like broke my heart the whole time when Lou is just like, you don't want to remember. That's what it is. He's like, you know, your memories are gone and you know, there are holes and you know, there are things missing and you know, there's something between you and I, and you just don't want to remember. And that is what breaks my heart the most. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the timeline gets really fudged up here. That's a little weird. I was confused as to like this journey they were going on all of a sudden with John Luke. He's like, I'm going to come with to the Chateau of the LeBlancis. Yeah. And I was like, um, he's like, I'm here to protect Celie. And she's like, I don't fucking need you. Yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> she said, like I love How that. Did this ragtag she's like, bunch get here. Okay. Well, you can fuck right off. Like, <laughs> she's like, their relationship is so weird too, because it's like, she, I mean, I know that they probably ended up together, but it was like, did she actually even really like him or did he just kind of like her and she was like yeah sure see see you later you creep like I, I don't know I just didn't <laughs> feel like they liked each other I didn't think it was that genuine yeah it was just felt really like awkward to me it was like yeah well, okay we're you used know. to like Lou and Reed who were just like calling on each other the whole but time it was, but it like, just felt like very second best to me like oh well the guy who was like second best to Reed can get the girl who was like second best to Lou like we'll just put them together it, was, it made sense but it just didn't feel, I didn't was like feeling it the chateau was an interesting scene. I felt like this yeah. was like Smog's tower, and they were like, "We can't." It, it felt very like two towers where she's like the trees are just rolled out. Like I don't. Everything is sus. Everything is so sus. So strange. But anyway, like, so they. Uh, oh, how did you? I guess we skipped this part. How did you feel about the part? Okay, that was confusing to me. How, how did you feel about her becoming the maiden and like the Ladam the sorceress? I was like, shut the front when door. When did that happen? Like, I when don't did that know. happen? I it was just like all of a sudden know. she was like, I'm not myself. I don't look like me. Who am I? And I'm like, the fuck is going on? Like, when did this happen? When did like, what? I don't. Who decided that you get to be the maiden? It was and like, so where random. is the mother and the crone? Like, where are they? I'd love to meet I them. I mean, you see the, you meet the crone. I know, I'm just saying, like, like, are they different people? Like, why, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it was just. I don't understand. Or like you, the three, like, God, this is like, uh, is, is, is Claude really the maiden? I don't know. And then she's like, but it's my magic. But it's not my magic. We're going to go into this tower over here. And I was like, okay. Very very confusing I was they were like 
How does it like, get I'm, in there and not? I am Sicron now, and then they like all sneak into the chateau and they sneak up to the tower, and she's like, "Oh, this magic is for the Dame de Sorcery, so like I can open it because that's me now." So, like, and I this literally was lock. like, "Did I miss something?" I I was the, the whole transformation of her into that. I was like, it was very random to me. Like, it was very like okay, is Morgan dead? Is it because she finally, the goddess just got pissed off at her and was like, screw you, I'm granting these powers to your daughter now? Like, what is happening? Yeah, did they, like, take it away? Like, is she still a witch? I, I guess I was confused by that and, like, generally the origin story of the witches, but that's a, that's a topic for, like, a whole nother day. But they get in there, and I was really annoyed when he was like, I don't have my little basiliard, balisarda that's the word i don't have my balisarda oh i found one in a drawer how handy also it was very strange when she because in the in blood and honey he like has jean-luc's balisarda and he's like it doesn't feel right i don't like it it doesn't it's like off but he's like i'm just gonna grab this one out of a drawer here like it's fine it's fine i'm gonna use it and i'm like he was just like annoying because he was old reed and just like I hate witches and you're all going to burn, but I'm also apparently a witch. And then he, you know, went through his like self-loathing. I murdered the archbishop. I don't deserve to go back to the Chaucers. And I'm like, I forgot how just stick in the mud old Reed was. Yeah. I also forgot how awful he was and like how whiny and annoying. And I was like, is this how bad he was in the first book? I can't remember. If we even Lou is like, I don't remember you being this bad. Yeah, like I don't know if it's because we didn't really get that dialogue in the first one because we saw so much from her point of I, view. I also think maybe it's because he knows that she's a witch now. And he yeah. didn't know she was a witch then. Right. That's what I was saying. I think about like the witch hating this. I think we didn't get quite as much because we didn't get as much perspective from him in Serpent and Dove, like as far as like the witch huntingness of it. But yeah, I think he was just so annoying. And then they're like, I was like, are we in Aladdin? Don't touch anything. Don't take anything. I was like, what's going to happen? Is something going to happen? Nothing happened. They took the ring and then Manon shows up. touch the forbidden child. Yeah, like, I really felt that way. I was like, is there? Okay. All right. Yeah, cool. And they make it out, of course. And they make it back to the mermaid. I do love that Lou like dangles Reed off the roof for a little while. She's like, you done being an asshole? Okay, here you go. Like, I was like, yeah, that's what you get for being a dick. Yeah, and he's, like, such a baby about everything. Yeah, he, like, freaks I out. Just... He's like, you could have saved me at any time. And she's like, yeah, I could have dropped you, but you wouldn't have hit the ground. It's fine. You're, you would have been fine. You would have been just fine. I, just, yeah. It was a weird scene. It was a weird thing. And I was like, are we really at the Chateau? And then we're gonna, like, turn around and go back to, like, Cesarine and, like, move on and forget all of that happened. And then kind of not really go back at all yes that's what happened that's exactly what happened so <laughs> this was the moment when I saw you know you you basically Reed is like warming to Lou and there he's like confused and hates her wants to kill her but then he realizes he can't kill her and doesn't want to kill her it's just like a whole thing and basically this is when I stopped listening to the audiobook because <laughs> I just could not stop laughing like it was so so bad like so I just I I suffered 
I for the group. I will let all of you know. I turned it off and started reading it because I was like, there are limited amount of smutty scenes in these books, and I am not gonna allow this guy to ruin it for me. I was sweating. I was like, what's going on here with this stuff? It's the like like his voice normally sounds probably it's about your tone or my tone it's the low voice for is me that, for me it was the yeah. read because like his voice like level so and squeaky. his voice level is like yours and mine like uh, as a guy i have a very manly voice but his like read voice was like yeah and then i was like uh, it was yeah. really throaty and i was and like just like stop it was just, really bad Maybe and then like play a little clip at the end i wish we might so, add one in. If I can figure out how to do it, I'm going to add a clip in of... Because... Um, we'll add that scene. No, literally. And, like, Lou's voice. And it's, like, this, like... It's, a, it's pretty intense. And it's, like... He's, like, Lou. I was just, like, I can't. I had to stop this. I had to stop it. Because it was just his... I just couldn't. Nothing and was I was worse just, like... than the prison scene. Nothing was worse. Nothing. <laughs> that was awful. I didn't, I read that. I didn't yeah. listen to that. I listened to that. How'd that go? Nice. It was very nice. <laughs> I will never, I'm traumatized for <laughs> life. This is why I don't like audiobooks when it comes to things like that. Because it's like, if the narrator is not great, it's the most awkward moment of your entire, because it was Reed's perspective from that one too, Absolutely. right? In the first, yeah. yeah. And so, <sighs> again, this these books has very limited like very spicy it is it is not psych if you got this far um no like again there are very limited spicy scenes in these books and i would not allow a man to ruin it for me <laughs> that was the ugliest laugh i've ever done in my life <laughs> so true though like it's just his voice was like awful and i was like is this his Lou was just like, hey, hey, and I was just like, Ew, why? And his, his read was just like, hey. yeah, it was like his voice is this level. And then he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, ew, what the fuck is happening here? And I was like, why? And then he'd be like, I'm Bo. And I'm like, ew, that is not what Bo's out. Stop no. it. Mm-mm. It was, it was, it was bad. But anyways, so there's this, this spicy scene. We will find it. You will all have to listen at the very end of yeah, this. You will. Yeah. If you, yeah. Anyways. And so she, like, so basically they're like, he's kind of made his, he hasn't got his memories back, but he's like come to terms with the fact that he cares about her and he loves her and like, he's not going to leave her kind of a thing. And she Basically, this entire trip, they're going to Cesarine. I can never say it. Um, she basically, he's trying to like focus on these memories and trying to get them back because there's just like basically bits and pieces that he can't like cling on to, kind of a situation. And he's like, "Bring my literally the they're getting ready to go into the port," and he's like, "Bring my memories back." And I'm like, "You couldn't have done this on the last week that you guys were freaking on the ship." You're sitting here like 10 minutes before you storm the fucking castle and you're like, bring my memories back. I know it's going to be painful and I'm going to be incapacitated, but like, bring my memories back. And Coco's like, maybe now is not the time. We love Coco for her level-headedness. Their plan was so stupid. And I was like, why would 
do know yeah. like why you're literally about to go into like the belly of the beast mm-hmm. and you're like I want to remember and I was like shut up shut I up. love how they like had this whole plan laid out and it just again just goes to target goes to shit I <sighs> the hemlock thing is hilarious to me because it's just like what a weird I don't know I guess that was like privy to the times but it's just hilarious to me that she's like we'll just give them like hemlock and then that won't do it because that doesn't kill witches and it's like wow why are you all so dumb yeah i hate the king he's such a creep and he's like well, give he's him another dose. also the king's voice <laughs> like his his interpretation of the king's voice was this like nasally weird thing and it kind of annoyed me that every time he did like a woman's voice it was this like high-pitched squeaky whiny voice and I'm like bruh like why you know what I mean I don't know I just that narrator did not do it for me so and I just it was so weird and like the king that whole situation was just like I don't know if it was his narration of his voice that like ruined it for me but I was like who is this guy like who who is this version of the king that you're like portraying that would like come to the docks and act this way and imagine like because they describe him he's reed's father so he's a big man like he's a big man and from this voice i just imagine him this like mousy like angry little man you know what i mean whereas like style yeah (laughs) 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 but i like imagine him as like a giant man who's like has a deeper voice and is like very commanding but like his portrayal of him was not that absolutely not and it really like I don't know kind of threw me for a loop and this this scene is like so chaotic and they're like we're never gonna get out of this what are we gonna do we're gonna die and I was like do you really think you're gonna die like is that is that like we're gonna die so let's bang it out oh my (laughs) god and then they're like in the oh my god burned in my memory to to both of those on did you just like 3x that shit because it's just like um times 15 oh still holding on to the bars shouting times 15 oh, okay they're just hanging out and he's like yeah don't be too loud and i was like she's like i don't care let's bang it out and i'm just like stop there is tetanus on the floor of that cell <laughs> just <bleh. laughs> unsanitary um i mean they're gonna die anyways they don't absolutely. give a shit <laughs> I, go out in a blaze of glory it's fine. i wanted a little bit more of their like magic when they were like we have a chokehold and i was like is this the 300 like what's happening here because it seems very much like you all having a clue what's like what your plan was it's like we created no a chokehold and i was like this is not sparta okay you're not getting out of this situation i liked the description of when he woke up on the pyre and was like there's hay and like wood behind me and oh my god i'm gonna burn and i was like oh this was well written out i think it was like very nerve-wracking but this is when it all went to shit I was for me. How did it happen? I was sweating at this moment. I'm like, yeah. oh, they're gonna die. Like yeah. they're they're gonna die. Like yeah, or like maimed. I thought like seriously injured for mm-hmm. sure. Or one of them is gonna die. Like I thought for sure Lou was gonna die in this whole oh. how this whole scene like she has died, just not here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like yeah, I just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just I, I thought like, that like something was gonna happen. Like one of them is gonna definitely be like incapacitated mm-hmm. majorly. Yeah. But this is when it all kind of went to to hell in a handbasket for me. Because I was like, okay, so they show up. Come on. Flicks a match. Dun, 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 dun. And the king goes up in flames like that. And I was like, is this he dead? Is the hellfire. Is he dead? Is this what's it happening? He's dead. Coco's fire. 
Right. Of course, Coco's fire tears and then her healing tears right after that. And I was like, why did we like burn Bo to a crisp just to cry on him and like make him better? Did, was that just me? Like, that's what I thought. I was like, this is so weird. Like, I didn't love that. I was like, okay, so Bo's going to die. Like, I thought we were going to like maybe uh-huh. off Bo right after she had that. Like, I don't know if I love him, but I think I love him, but I'm not really sure. Again. Coco, like, get your shit together. Man. Coco, you do with you, you do, you do love him because you know what? You want to be a queen. Yeah, because she's a queen. She's a queen. I'm just <laughs> like I, you love Bo because I'd like to be the queen. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yep. I don't have yep. to love him. <laughs> I don't know. That part you. was just read really weird for me, where they were like, we're like burning skin to bone, and they said the same thing about Reed, and then they like got off the pyre, and he's like, I'm right as rain. Yeah, because Literal. Lou is taking their pain. Coco, right. I know, but they, it, it might sound like he was, like, like sloughed off. Yep. And then they were fixed, like, really quickly. And I was like, yeah. interesting. And then she, they, like, the pyre, like, crumbles. And then they're, like, digging through the rubble. And she just, like, ha, like, pops out like a star. Like, she just is, like, here I am. And then... She like I don't, this, and then all again all chaos. And I, then she, I don't even she know what creates happened. armor out of stuff. I don't know. She like gives everyone armor because they're not like dressed for the occasion, I guess. And then all chaos ensues. A dragon shows up. There's like a chain of some form. Yep. Some javelins. Yep. A mer person. Just, like a lot of chaos ensues. Some people died. Think. yeah yeah and then like treebeard showdown gets kicked into the hole yeah that okay i was like so like she got some of the trees on her side but then he shows up and he's like i am a god i am a tree god listen to me oh no oh shit let's oh. just clarify he never claims that he is big g god so no, but he's like that I'm a was tree god that was said in the last episode by me, and he uh, in this book they they make it very clear. She's like, he's not the god; he is a god. And I'm like, like one of three. Sorry, got corrected. We're gonna correct that one. He is not big G god. I thought he. They made it seem. She made it seem he was like, like he was overall, big G. Yeah, like just. Throwing but I that just out felt there. like it was like okay, so there's all these trees and things like that, and he's like, I am tree god. I make make trees listen to me. Oh shit, a hole, and then like fell into it. You know what I mean? And they're like, he he was sacrificing himself. Interfered. He interfered. He kicked Lou out of the way. He pushed Lou out of the way because Morgan was going to stab her. I just thought that was so weird. I like wanted a little more dragons. Yeah. And I just like, he was just like, da 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 da. Here we go. Oh, big hole. Hala. See you later. Gotta go. Yeah. That was a postcard from hell. Interesting. So, how did you feel about the whole um, demise of Morgan? Uh, Josephine and Nicolina just done. And yeah, because yeah, what's her name like, was just like, I don't care about any of you. And I was like, you crazy lady, just like mm-hmm. knocking butts. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was sort of anticlimactic in a strange way. I felt like the scene between Josephine and, and Nicolina dying was much bigger than yeah. Morgan. Like I, I just didn't see it. And I was like, how did you, that's it? Like we're done? Just like grabs Salee and Salee like stabs her in the leg and it's just like for veins are basically and then like I don't that know was... it just was like really anticlimactic 
it was there was a big buildup before and like their scene I felt felt like felt bigger than a Morgan scene yeah and she was just like oopsies I killed her we're done now <laughs> yep. and I was like oh that's it we're done okay now yep. what? yeah and then it's like reads like looking around and and they're like we have to <laughs> save the city and I was like yeah do, do you what are you saving it from the mer people and then he like remembers her and then you know they're basically Bo and Reed's little sister died which is really sad like why why did well, they kill her so okay that's where I was confused because I was I was listening to it and I re-listened to it like three uh-huh. or four times and I was like I'm so that's why I wish I could have read it because I was like I don't understand like what's happening yeah like, I know someone was dead but I wasn't sure I, I couldn't remember the names of the twins so I was like who died like, yeah one I, of I the twins died. one of them died Mm -hmm. yeah one of the twins died and then Ismay which I think was Gabby's mom mom right yeah yeah Yeah, so they died yeah let's go to the bakery and get yeah so they're at like Pan's Patisserie and he like orders a bunch of sticky buns and I'm like and then it like they go out he like Reed goes outside and so he's like here's your ring back like do with it what you will and then scene yeah, it was a weird ending. That was a really weird ending. Mm-hmm. I felt like they talked about sticky buns a little too much in this. There's a lot of sticky buns in this one. For like the references, and I appreciated the ending. It felt like Marvel, like the first Avengers. I don't know if you remember <laughs> all the way through. Yeah. He's like, how you doing? Should we go get shawarmas? I heard there's a good yeah. shawarma place around. That's exactly what it felt like to me. And I was They're like, all sitting the- there eating in this like. Yeah, like it was just, that's how it felt. It was so weird. It was like, I heard there's a really good shawarma place around here. And I was like. <laughs> That's nice. That's really nice. Uh, that's, I don't know. It just, that's exactly how it felt to me. Yeah. It was so strange. And then it's like Ansel's point of view. And I was like, I, this, I what? cried. I'm not going to lie. I cried again, shockingly. Yeah. But like, and he's like, you know, I want, you know, he's so basically awesome. like, you know, flying around, fluttering around. And like, you know, I'm here to, like, he checks in on Lou and, you know, how she's doing and everything. And then he's like, I'm going to go see, like, my friend and then he goes over and checks in on reed and he, he has this moment he's like i wonder if they would want me here or not if they want me here if they're even like thinking about me and then there's like the empty chairs for like for ansel and claude and i lost it because at their wedding like, oh my god things like that like destroy my soul background on me so <laughs> oh, just get a personal <laughs> story here i cry we're gonna go with a personal story here y'all gonna learn a little bit about me so um about 10 years ago my uncle passed away from a brain tumor and my we were a very close family and so it obviously was devastating and so um a couple years ago my cousin got married and he they had a chair with my uncle's picture on it and uh, flowers and like there was a couple of them with like grandparents and stuff like that and I just like I will for as long as I live will never forget this moment of just like my sister and I, we went outside to like get something and we, everyone was in the reception or whatever. And the pictures were still like out there. And we like brought the pictures in and like put them on like the table or whatever, where they're supposed to be. And we went back out and we were just, you know, you could feel that he's there and we like could feel the love. And we we're just like, so just like, I mean, we were literally sitting outside by the, because they got married by like this really pretty like prawn dairy and stuff like that. And we were just like bawling. We were straight up just like bawling. And then of course, when 
my aunt and uncle that when they like walked out they like introduced the parents and stuff like that they so like um over the rainbow was like my my uncle's favorite song and they like that that was the song they played his favorite version and the entire family we were all just bawling in tears and so when I read this I was just like it like vividly brought me back to that moment and I was just like just I mean oh I was a wreck I was a wreck (laughs) yeah I, I really it was like such a beautiful thing to include I think and like I loved that this whole thing was Ansel's point of view. I thought it was a really good ending to all of it. It was so beautiful. I think oh, that it was just, like, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just, it, it was like, it was perfect. I I loved the way that she kind of wrote this ending, and then we got to see it from his point of view. And then they're like, "Do you think he's watching, or do you think he's like paying attention right now to this like moment?" And it's like, oh man, just like and he's like rip your just... heart out. <laughs> and then it's like his parents are there, and they're like. Etienne's like asking about you and it's just like he's got the he's like oh and he's like butterflies and I was just like oh I'm and Etienne like being together and it's just like it's so wholesome and sweet and cute and I just like so they found, like walked like, off into the great white light he found his parents and his happiness and his love and in the afterlife and it was just like oh just such a wholesome just sweet ending I yeah. just like oh I was I was sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> Kirsten was wrecked by this book. I this like book I destroyed said, me. I don't care one way or the other. Like happy ending. I appreciate that. Like this really wrapped it up. Like everybody was happy. This is exactly what we wanted. There's no inkling of like what's gonna come next or like what else could have happened. Clean cut. Bad guy dies. Good people live. Blah blah blah. And I think she ended it very gracefully with the epilogue, like that. And I loved that ending because I feel like there's a lot of books that recently have come out that are like, they're over, but like you still have so many questions. Actually, that's generally, I feel like a lot of series, but I really like the way she wrapped this up. I thought it was like done really well. And it was an emotional book for sure. I, I love that she wrapped it up with Ansel's point of view. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that it wasn't like Lou's point of view or like Reed's point of view. And it was like this kind of, or Coco's or whomever's like, it's like clouded by like Bo or Reed or, you know, it was like Ansel and he's focused on everybody and he's focused on the big picture and the day and just describing everything. And it was just like, oh, like I just so wholesome and so sweet. And I, again, was just sobbing. Yeah. Sobbing. So I do have some thoughts. I guess. <laughs> there are things. <laughs> there are some things. She says incredulously so many times in this book. I, felt I like never I was reading. realized that. I don't know what it was. And I think it's because, so I read The Night Swim, this one, and what, I don't remember what I was reading before this because they all blur together. But all three of those books that I read had said it. And then I noticed it every single time she was like the author or the the narrator was like saying it and I was like get a new word like just get a new one and every time I heard it, I was like ah like it just drives me nuts and I don't know what it is I like fester that moonbeam yeah moonbeam she said moonbeam a lot I was like we get it I don't know I, I was like uh, uh please stop so, I don't know that really really irritated me and I don't know why but it's like there's so many words in the dictionary and just like incredulously is such a stupid one to use repetitively many a time. I don't know what words I'm saying. I, I you were repetitive judge. words. It was like hips and uh, yeah, what was the other one? I felt like I was reading uh, Kingdom Amber of Flesh and Fire. Yeah, and, and... Like, I really did. I was like, JLA, did you edit this? 
homegirl. Just kidding. It, it just, that irritated me a little bit, the narrator. But overall, I think final kind of thoughts on the book. That was really good. It was a great ending. It, it was a necessary amount of time. I don't think it was too long. Like I think Serpent and Dove could have been a little bit longer. I don't mind the length of Blood and Honey, but like this was really good. And I'm glad that it was a long book because I feel like so much happened as far as like character development goes. And there was a ton of plot, but like character development was really good. Overall for me, thought it was a great end to the series, really brought back the characters. There was a lot of emotion in it. Really big plot twist I never saw coming. I gave this one probably like a four out of five. Just a big, big, big rating for me. What about you? Yeah, I gave it the same before I gave it a four. Um, I think I gave Serpent and Doves a four and a half. I don't remember. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't remember what I gave Serpent and Dove. But um, two books ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a, yeah, for real though. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I gave it a four. I really enjoyed it. I thought there were some points that were kind of like, what was the point of that? Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I thought the characters, like you said, came back to their kind of true form. Um, and the ending was, I was so many emotions throughout this whole book and just like, felt like I was on a roller coaster ride. Just be like, okay, when is Reed going to like remember? It was like so intense and you were so invested in it. Um, I recommend reading it. Um, I don't think I recommend the audiobook, um, especially if you want to actually enjoy the the spicy scenes uh <laughs> anyways um yeah I mean I I really enjoyed it I thought that you know Reed and Lou's relationship was really I'm just wholesome and cute and brought back kind of that that they can make it through anything kind of a thing where you go I'll go kind of a thing you know that was the whole premise of the whole thing and so um I really enjoyed that and just the yeah I just I I love being in this world. Like it was just, it's so great. I'm sad that it's over because I do love this world. I love these characters. Um, I'm excited to see what Shelby does next because I think she built this world so beautifully and she built these characters so well and they're so important to so many people. And so, and I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of these characters um, in many different ways, you know. I am excited to see what she has on the docket next. So, but I, yeah, gave this one a four and I really enjoyed it. And I loved how it kind of wrapped it up with a nice little boo. Yeah, same. I appreciate that in a, in a long, like hyped up series like this too, because I feel like sometimes authors get really stuck. And I think this was really smart on her part. Cause I think sometimes authors get wrapped up in like the hype of it all and keep writing for the series or keep writing in that universe really wrapped up in that universe and then they kind of forget that there's other things I think in their head or in the back of their mind or whatever they have like working and they get kind of stuck in that and so I'm excited I'm glad that she wrapped this up and I'm excited to kind of see what else she comes up with and all that I I love her writing style I really do I think she does a great job of dialogue even if she changed the characters and blood and honey wasn't great but I think she does a really good job of writing dialogue and making you want to read it she's awesome yeah I agree so. I agree that's kind of the end. What's your total series rating? Total series rating, I would say probably a 3.75 or a four. I think if we read this Serpent and Dove, Blood and Honey, Gods and Monsters in like three weeks, like we did with Throne of Glass, I would have liked it a little bit better. I think it's been so long since we read Serpent and Dove that like the awe of it has worn off. Like I've read so many books in between. I forgot what happened. There's a lot of stuff that like didn't make a lot of sense to me because it's been so long since we've read the series, et cetera, et cetera. 
so that's kind of my if I think if we read it back to back to back and when I do I will reread the series I think it's really good and that's saying a Same. lot for me because it's set in fake France but I think it's really good and I I want to read it back to back to back what about you yeah I agree I I would say either a four or four two five um I really enjoyed the series like again liked how she wrapped it up these characters I just absolutely love them Lou is everything I fucking love Lou like she's so great and so um and I I also appreciated that like you know even though Ansel did die she didn't just completely cut him I like that she still kind of included him in, in it which was so nice I love that and it was just such a you know you usually expect when characters die you get like obviously the like grief and pain from the other characters but like I loved how she how she wrote that and she writes so well and it was just, it was beautiful. So um, I also will be rereading this because again, I love this world. I love these characters. And, and it's only three books. Yeah, and it's only three <laughs> books. So you that's, can- That's that. <laughs> this will be a comfort read, I feel for me. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm really, really, really glad that we did this one. So um, speaking of comfort reads that nobody asked for, here's my side tangent. <laughs> I just started- this is like, I feel like we never talk about what we're actually like currently reading other than what's going on for the podcast. But like, I would like to say shout out to like Bookstagram in general for giving us the series and like helping us find it and everything that's been going on and my power through, like I'm trying to read so many books and just like go through all these. And like, I have such a massive reading goal and I feel like I don't ever take time to like truly enjoy the books, but I've been recently like getting audiobooks and trying to like read them on my Kindle and stuff like that when I have time. And I'm re- reading Addie LaRue and Crescent City on Audible. And I just like... I forget the joy that comes from like comfort reads and the joy that comes from like rereading a book that you've already read. So I, for you, cannot wait for you to like reread Serpent and Dove eventually when we have the time. I feel like we all get so wrapped up in, okay, we can, we need to catch up on this series and that series and these things and da, 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 da. And you're just like, oh, like sometimes it's nice to just be like no I just want to read this and be in this world again and just even if it's just for a few days or a few hours like just to soak in this world and these characters and just like it's gonna be like for me it's like serpent and dove and like red white royal blue (laughs) my like comfort reads love them so much yeah and it's like I don't know I feel like I've run out of time to do that and I like what I said before but I both you and I have just gotten like library books and recently discovered Libby and like audible and audiobooks as like a consumption I used to do audiobooks a long time ago when I was in high school and things like that I used to use them and read them all the time kind of got away from it because they're really expensive and that was way back when we used CDs as audiobooks and then you would like download on a computer all illegally but like it's so nice to kind of get back to this digital age where it's so easy to like consume these books and you could just be driving in your car or like walking your dog or doing whatever so if anyone tells you that audiobooks are not really reading punch them in the throat one two get a library card and download libby or try to find another like free app game changer man literally i I feel like i have read because you can download them and listen to them offline as well yeah, which is so crazy and like so cool. And I feel like recently I've just been trying to like finish the TBR and, and read things for, you know, the for like the podcast and we're reading things for the book club. And like I'm I'm loving getting a chance to read those and like really focus on them and not feel like I have to like sweat my way through them because I don't have enough time in the day, but then also getting a chance to like consume these other books that like I wouldn't have time to do otherwise because I can't physically sit down and read them. But like I have well, I was, but I'm not anymore. I have like a, a three hour commute every day and like getting a chance to listen to those and like when I'm at the gym and stuff. So 
that's just like a PSA for the group. Yeah. Reread your I can't reads, get them on an audiobook. I, yeah. That was a really long tangent. I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm currently rereading two of my favorite books of all time. And it's really bringing me a lot of. I need to read Addie LaRue. I yeah. need to, if you're reading this twice, yeah, I yeah. really need to read Addie LaRue. The audiobook, so I will say, I'm like Marie Kondo style, like sparking joy here, but the audiobook for it is really good. And like, it's also set in France, but the narrator has like, does a little bit of a French accent with the dialogue, which is like chef's kiss to like the whole thing. It's, it's so good. I'm like halfway through, I was driving this afternoon and the part where he remembers her came on and I was like, ah! It's like oh man like that still hits me right where it hurts you know what I mean and I'm like I've already read this book and I already knew it was coming and I was still like oh <laughs> you know sorry that's a little bit of a spoiler for Addie LaRue but it really hit me in the feels for a minute there yeah I was like that's- and like it's so good I don't know I, I just read this book like two months ago so I don't even know what I'm saying but my new favorite yeah. book of all time but yeah. it, it's just good it's it's good to I think this has been quite a week I think we got all a little wrapped up in some things this week and yeah. I've, I've read some intense things. I think you've read a lot. This was a really intense book. I think so many things happen emotionally and like, it's just yeah. nice to figure out what you're happy reading and not like feel pressure to consume other things that you don't necessarily like want to read and mm-hmm. just taking a second and like getting back to the things that you know are going to make you happy and you know, what's going to happen at the end. Well, yeah, I mean, it's that. And then it's also like reading books, maybe outside of, I been kind of trying to step away a little bit from like YA books because I feel like I I love Bookstagram. I love the book talk and all that fun stuff. But I feel like a lot of times it's like that YA recommendation. And I can't relate to that anymore. Like I've been there. I've lived that. Like I, I just can't relate to that kind of, those kind of problems anymore. Those kind of issues. I like, <laughs> I read like a romance. I haven't read like a straight up like romance book in a while. And I read a Sherilyn Kenyon book, like one of her Dead Man's Cross books. And I was like, <sighs> forgot how much I freaking love Sherilyn Ken. I didn't forget how much I love Sher- Sherilyn Ken, how much I loved her, but I just like being back in that world again, it just like, as soon as I started reading it, it was just like, bam, like right back into the world. There was no, it didn't, I didn't have to like build it in my mind. I was just like immediately there. And it's just like, I love that, that feeling of just like being in these like series and these worlds that are so comfortable and like close to your heart. Like you can just see just immediately you know what I mean just picture it immediately it's just so ugh. it's good for the just soul kiss. it is it really is, is a it's just like a... it's a good palate cleanser yeah. like it just like oh we're getting a so little ranty but I just felt like I needed to share that after it's been an intense couple of weeks for did. all yes. of us like like throwing a glass serpent and dove and I think these are really popular they're very hyped and I love covering them and I'm so glad we got a chance to but it's just like it's been really nice to be able to like take a step back and take time to like consume these other things and like realize I'm, that there are yeah. other books out there I'm also excited about the next books that we have coming up that we're oh, covering I am same so excited like I we're not going to spoil it because we have some amazing books that we're going to be covering and I'm just like cannot wait to like talk about them and like yeah. read them and just I'm so excited and so it'll be it'll be nice yeah to kind of maybe step away from the, I think we've just consumed a lot of YA novels in the last two months. Yes. And so I think it's, we're like, all right, <laughs> we're yeah. just like, I mean, we're going to yeah. take a step away for a little bit. I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with what we've done with book club. So like announcement for August, 
we did uh, The Night Swim by Megan Golden, which I just finished it. And it's such a good book. And I, I like, I just forgot that there's mystery and thriller out there that I like. I don't love scary things. And like, I, yeah, I'm not a either. huge fan of like the whodunits, but I do like a good little bit of a mystery where the crawdads sing, you know, the night swim, that kind of thing. Like it's not the main premise is, you know, who the murderer is, but it's enough that it, it, it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat. So I, I love that. I'm loving that we're doing a lot of these stepping out of, I think our comfort zones as a whole, like all of us on, on. Um, in the book club, I think we're kind of stepping out of our comfort zones and, and pushing each other to read things and like have these discussions. So super excited to discuss that. We'll do that at the end of the month, probably Sunday, the 29th, but yeah, that's kind of an announcement, but I I'm just loving it. I'm loving the the fun, fun things we get yeah. to talk about. I loved all the murmuring bones and the ninth house and I'm excited for Ugh, whatever we the get ninth to talk house. about next month. <laughs> the ninth house has my soul. <laughs> that's another one. It's, it's, it's gonna such be, a different uh, like book and it's it's it's, it's oh, fantasy and it's contemporary and modern but like in a good gothic dark kind of thriller way uh, and I just I, I really like the night swim honestly it, it was a it was a really really good read for me and so, yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad that we were able to like I'm push each other out of our boundaries and read things that I probably would have never read and that I I'm not seeing a lot you know as a recommendation that I'm getting from the rest of like bookstagram and stuff like that so yeah. it's been really fun but yeah we're still doing the book club um Wednesday, we have a, the bookish this or that episode will be coming out. That was super fun. We got a chance to kind of go a little bit more in depth into some of the things that we just talked about, like ranted about. And we have our retelling at the end of the month, essentially the first actual first day of September. The first day of September. Yeah. We're doing half six shadows. And as all of you know, I am King Arthur trash. <laughs> Give me some BBC Merlin quest for Camelot. <laughs> Yo, I love Brothers Camelot. cartoon. Cirque de- Listen. I would just like to say, this is another PSA, and I'll probably rant about this when we actually record this episode, but if any of you want to talk about, like, feminist power and, like, retellings, Quest for Camelot is the OG fucking retelling. It really is. Feminist, not, if you've not seen that, go out and buy it on whatever thing that you can, because that shit is epic. So good. Sorry, that was really ridiculous, but. No, I agree with you. That's probably one of my, yeah, I love it. Love it. If you haven't seen it, it. look it up. I will link it in the show notes. You guys like buy it, consume it. I have the Game Boy game still. I'm not even joking. I love Quest for Camelot. Anyways, we're both both like King Arthur Trash. So I'm very excited to talk about half a six Straight up. It's so good so far. And I- There are like 25. I love that. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. that. We will talk about this in the episode. Yep. I'm excited to not be in a YA world. Granted, I I love- we would read and I love Serpent and Dove, but I think it's time we step away yeah. from YA for a little while. Totally fair. Any other announcements slash um, gospel I, for the group? Uh, yeah, we're done <laughs> preaching. Um, no, I don't, I think um, you covered it with the uh, book club. If you guys have any suggestions of books that we should read, um, anything any questions you have for us, uh, send us a, send us a DM or, you know, slide into the DMs. We are on Instagram and TikTok at the bookish banter podcast. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, please follow, like subscribe, leave a five-star review. It is all appreciated. We love you all. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed our coverage of Serpent and Dove. And for anyone, there's a couple people who have been reading along as well, and we hope you guys enjoy it. So um, have a wonderful rest of the week. Stay safe out there. The world is crazy. Be kind. 
say something nice. We're all here to have fun. We're all here for the love of books. So, you know, enjoy that. So, but love you all. Hope you all have a wonderful week. Um, and I think that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's all I've got. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.